Hey guys, welcome back to Floral Couch Conversations. This is episode five. Woo! Alyssa? Yeah. Oh, also I'm Emily here. <laughs> Checked in. Check, checking in. Check, check. <laughs> Banana, check. Um, we also have someone fun with us today. Someone very fun. She has very fun glasses. <gasps> yes. yes. Hello, I'm very fun. <laughs> you are. Our friend Maya. Maya Vita. Yeah. <laughs> my dog. My dog in my phone. A little <laughs> So one of the, like the earliest times meeting Maya was um in college where she would say that her name always gets com- she always gets confused and thinks people are saying her name because they'll be like my uh and I can't think of the word and yeah. say dog. Dog was her example. So ever since she's been my dog to mm-hmm. me. Yeah, including I in my phone. nickname. <laughs> I like it. I've always wanted a nickname. I never had one growing up, so I kind of like forced it to happen. Maya dog. <laughs> Emily, how did you meet Maya? So I met Maya when I was a lonely freshman in college. I had just transferred to St. Thomas, had no friends. I think I was playing basketball by myself. Mm-hmm. And Maya saw me in the gym shooting hoops and she came up and said, hey, do you want to be on my basketball team? <laughs> And I was like, yeah. And so we played intramural basketball together and then became friends. And I remember walking around campus in a blizzard together. Yeah, I remember that too. And she told me I could be an honorary third floor Grace member. But I never spoke to anyone, so (laughs) it didn't happen. Eventually it did. But eventually it did. I was going to say, I was on third floor Grace and clearly we're some sort of friends. Sort of. Sort of. Kind of. Sort of. Maybe. (laughs) But so, yeah, Maya was one of my first friends at St. Thomas, and I'm forever grateful for the joy she brought to my life that year. Yay. G times. G times. G G times. times. (laughs) G times. (laughs) G times. Yeah, Maya and I lived across the hall together freshman year, Mm -hmm. so we became friends. I remember also that I was like, Alyssa, you need to make some friends, and I knocked on your door and was like, are you going to dinner? <laughs> Wait, really? That's how yeah. it happened? That's how I remember it. Doesn't mean that's how it happened, but that's I my memory of watching it. a lot of Ryan Sheckler together. <laughs> Life of Ryan, so good. So many good yeah, shows. You had great taste in reality TV. So. <laughs> Still do, if yeah, I do say so I myself. <laughs> I need to watch Love Island, like ASAP. I will. I'll work on it. Yeah. Are you watching any other shows consistently? Well, before we started recording, Maya and I were nerding out about British Bake Off, so we had to bring that up. I don't think I've been able to talk to anyone else besides my husband about this show. I think that's the first time I've heard you say my husband, and I kind of too giddy. I love it. Oh, yeah. Continue. It's great. So I forget we're married until I uh, see the ring on his finger, and I'm like, oh yeah, oh, yeah. I forgot we did that. He also, sorry to uh interrupt but he also had a snapchat of you recently or something about my wife and i was like oh they're Ew. married when so i crawled into a tent <laughs> you crawled into a tent yes <laughs> anyway continue sorry british bake-off so the most recent recent season of british bake-off came out on netflix i think it's season seven i thought you were gonna say the exact date <laughs> i was no. like oh my god so it was a tuesday yeah so <laughs> we're in the u.s in case you didn't know. <laughs> and um, I recently was in England. And there's four seasons of British Bake Off before the ones that are on the U.S. Netflix. Mm-hmm. And so we, st- I was in England. Um, my friend Madison lives there. And we were visiting her. And I started watching the very first season of British Bake Off. And it's so different. Is it really? Yeah. They talk about, like, 
each episode is still themed, but they like actually like go to these different countries, like the hosts, mm-hmm. and they talk to people about like the different things that they're baking and the history behind it. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of cool. Um, but I wish that they would put those on After our news, Netflix. I heard that they are releasing the rest of the seasons we haven't seen, like in the fall. Really? On Netflix? Anytime yes. now. Yeah. No, I've thought the same thing because I would like Wikipedia the show and see there are nine seasons that exist and we only have five. How do you feel about the new hosts? I like the guy. Okay. He's does he so remind, weird. Does, does he remind <laughs> you of the Starburst Berries and Cream commercial guy? I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll watch it and I'll let How you, do you know. Okay. No one know. knows what that is. Does, Alyssa, do you know what that no, is? No. Okay. No idea. When the, okay. When <laughs> She's so mad right now. <laughs> think, I'm just going to embarrass myself right now. Is this a recent thing? Or is no, this it's pretty like, old. Like, okay. look it up on YouTube. I'm sure you... <laughs> Should we pause the YouTube? Yeah, let's pause the YouTube this. Okay, we're back. And Alyssa remembers the Starburst Berries and Cream commercial now that she saw, but apparently Maya, Mm -mm. she never saw it. But link link will be in the show notes, so check it out. Trip down memory lane. But so anyway, Maya and I were talking about how we think Paul Hollywood has softened in his old or as the seasons go on, not at his old age. But okay, do you think he's <laughs> like so tan? Yeah, he looks kind of orange sometimes. Like, I don't know if it's a good tan. My mom thinks he's very attractive, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do you like Mary Berry or Prue better? Mary Berry. But Prue has only had like one season for us to get to know her. Right. And then I was also reading about like her, apparently her. Her line that she says is like her scrummy. That maybe, and also she says it has to be worth the calories. Oh <laughs> no, no, no! I was talking and about Mary Berry. Oh well, yeah, Mary, Mary Berry's line but is better than Prue that. Prue does say must be worth the calories. Which is stupid. That's not yeah. the point of a baking show. No. Like. Well, I kind of get her point, but yeah, she said it a thousand times. I think Prue has like more to bring to the table. Like she usually has more to say, whereas mm-hmm. Paul would usually give all the criticism, and then Mary would just be like, but it's kind of good or mm-hmm. like but scrummy the flavors are there yeah so yeah after i watched the season i, I read like a ton of reviews on it because i i just get like obsessed with something and have to know what everyone yep. thinks about it totally and understand so people online were saying that even though mary berry didn't like say a lot she still had this like air of authority yeah. because she's so well known because over she there is mary berry yeah mm-hmm. like her name <laughs> mary berry when i was in england i kept trying to find like something mary berry like mm-hmm. a cookbook or like some british bake-off like memorabilia or like merch find any? no i couldn't find any that's so weird i know everyone's obsessed with it over there aren't they i don't know madison my friend who lives there is obsessed with it so yeah i literally that might be one of my favorite shows i think it might be my favorite show actually because it makes me feel very show. happy mm-hmm. like other shows that i binge on don't make me happy inside well, compared <laughs> to other does. reality tv shows like if we're talking about reality tv shows mm-hmm. British Bake Off has just like such a different vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Like everyone loves each other. They're so happy. Someone gets kicked off. The first thing they do is like hug. Yeah. And um, every week they're like, oh, we, we just don't want this person to leave. Yeah. But unfortunately they have to go. They're like, good riddance. That guy was yeah. <laughs> He was terrible. No. And yeah, they're all just like so authentic. Like they mm-hmm. all just love baking and they yep. are so passionate about it. They cry if they like fail at a technical. It's like. Yeah, it's just genuine. They're not, yeah. So I've never watched it, but everything you just said also makes me think of American Idol. Is that, would you, 
disagree that that's similar in the fact that everyone is happy and just wants to succeed at singing and uh, uh, hugs when someone goes I home. Would think, I think that this most recent season, like the 2018 season of American Idol, was very like feel good. Mm-hmm. Like, and that might be because it just moved to ABC. Yeah. Um, whereas in past seasons, it was more like the auditions were more like making fun of people. That's true. That's true. The auditions were like, they had some like kind of weird, funny people, but there were no like William Hungs or like that kind of (gasps) stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Trying to remember what his name was. (laughs) He released like a Christmas album or something. (laughs) I think, yeah, similar. American Idol was pretty, pretty feel good this year, but that could be like the age difference because there's a lot of like, they were young like yeah like early 20 something how old are the british bake-off people um anywhere all ages like the youngest was i think like 20 or something Mm -hmm. and then like 50 flow flow was probably like (laughs) yeah and it's cute they all get along with each other they just like become besties and it's so great it's so wonderful i don't even think you have to like baking Mm -mm. to watch it so everyone watch it (laughs) (laughs) i love it so we clearly all watch a lot of reality tv but what podcasts since we're on a podcast do you guys listen to i also listen to you up and i think maya you listen to that Mm -hmm. as well right yeah i think you told me to listen to it and then i ignored you you did (laughs) it's because you didn't like the previous recommendation which i still love that podcast but yeah Mm -hmm. um yeah so she gave me like two recommendations for podcasts i listened to the first one and i didn't really enjoy it so it's like oh we just have different podcast taste so then (laughs) i yeah didn't try the second one and then i think i just happened upon it a couple months later and did we say what it's called you up you up yeah Mm -hmm. yeah now we chat about it yeah is it what's it about um it's a dating podcast the guy it's jordana abraham Abraham and Mm -hmm. jordan freed and jordana also what is their other podcast that she does? It's the Betches one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. And I really, like, think she's insightful. And Jordan, he's just, like, I think he tries to be the most, like, stereotypical, like, misogynistic Dude. man. Yeah. And so sometimes he's a little too crude for my taste, but. He just, like, he can never be wrong either. Right. Like, Jordana will make a good point. And he'll be like, right, but what I was saying right. was this. Yeah. And it's like, it is useful Mm -hmm. but i do feel like yeah he's like the caricature of the guy who's like sex crazed and like really only wants to like sleep with a girl right yeah there are guys that are like that but i don't think he's representative of like every guy right um but the premise of the show is people write in questions and actually i know someone that had their question right on the air which is kind of cool um i will tell you later okay um (laughs) and then they also, my favorite part is they play this game called Red Flag or Deal Breaker. And so they like ha- give you something that, and they say, hypothetically, if this person was perfect in every way, except for this one quality, is that a red flag or a deal breaker? And that's probably my favorite part of that show. Do you have an example? I was just trying to think. Hmm, I think one was, um, so this person uh, kisses their family on the lips yeah um whenever they meet their family like it's better if it's one that's not crazy because you want to have to legitimately like think about it like oh that's kind of weird like what would i do in that situation so yeah you're dating someone you go home with them you're meeting their family and they are all kissing each other on the lips yeah like red flag or deal breaker (laughs) (laughs) at least got like the most uncomfortable expression (laughs) (laughs) so 
I'm hearing deal breaker. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm just like kind of uncomfortable by that stuff for some mm-hmm. reason. Today at work, so we have part of our company that we have an office in Mexico and there's like this guy who works in Mexico and sometimes the Mexico people come and like visit other offices and they they like kiss people on the cheek and like like do like the side to side kiss and I'm like so uncomfortable by that (laughs) I I get that I'm like even an awkward hugger I feel like as we anyone knows yeah that watch my YouTube video but like we have like a couple different offices that people are like traveling in and out and you see them and they love to hug and I'm just not a hugger especially (laughs) if I don't like know you very well or see you very often it's just like uh, yeah because you're both INFJs Maybe. maybe. I, I mean, I also don't like it. I'm an INTP. Yeah, and but maybe yeah. it's the I part, though, the, like, introvert. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think the other thing about INFJ is that you don't really, like, invest a lot into relationships that you you know you're not going to get a lot out of. So That's true. Like, the small talk is, yeah. like, painful. Small talk's painful. You don't want to hug someone you don't really know and that kind of stuff yeah for anyone that doesn't know what we're talking about there's a personality type called myers-briggs and you can take a test to figure out what your personality it's type scarily is scarily accurate yeah it's so good it's intriguing so, so. <laughs> take your 16 personalities.com myers-briggs personality and they tell you what famous people have that yeah so mine is albert einstein oh yours was I see what that. Martin Luther King and Mother Teresa. Mm-hmm. So yeah, take that. That's <laughs> <laughs> better. Just kidding. No, everyone's great. Can I also can I also uh, just talk about one pet peeve that I have related to that? Yeah, is when people go around saying like "I love you" to everyone mm. who they barely even know. Yeah, like you're with, out with a coworker for drinks and you leave and you're like "I love you." Oh like, no. Mm. Yeah, I don't get that either. It's not anyway, something that I do. No. Yeah. No, not a fan of Betty. Probably because I'm watching so much Love Island. <laughs> <laughs> everyone loves everyone. <laughs> yeah. Well, on the topic of dating podcasts, Maya, you are currently single. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and some people have gotten a taste of my hinge life, but I feel like you are a, a much small more taste. A small <laughs> taste. A sm- okay. Have well, you gone out on a date? Did on you already hinge? talk about this? Not recently. Okay. <laughs> Uh, you hesitated have you gone on other dates i mean on dating apps but not recently you probably know about all the ones i think we should tell dating app stories <laughs> i'm gonna ask maya's probably got some good stories uh-huh. and i have a couple i have a story i'm thinking of of maya about a hinge date and of emily on a on a oh. dating app date so we should share stories which story which hinge story so maya yours so we went um bouldering to oh. meet up to meet up with a guy that was going bouldering with his friends that she had met on a dating app and they were going to just like hang out get to know each other mm-hmm. so we went early because we had never been bouldering and by the time it was time for her to meet him we chickened out and went to yeah. the brewery next door where we were right next to maya's previous hinge date <laughs> and no, had tinder to, date. Like, tin- oh, tinder yeah. date yeah and we had to like duck and like make sure he didn't notice and he was clearly on another date like how big is minneapolis st paul like and he was literally at the table right behind us right but anyway so what happened was you know how you can be like really ballsy like over text yeah so this guy was like me and some friends are going bouldering like do you want to just meet up with us and i was like yeah i'll do it like i'm adventurous i'll meet you and all of your friends for the first time bouldering (laughs) 
and then eventually i was like no i can't is this i can't do this alone. like a euphemism for rock climbing or oh, <laughs> oh bouldering okay maya's really thing. good at it i'm terrified no. it's like rock climbing without a harness yeah it's like it's not as like tall as an actual rock wall it's just like a boulder like it's a weird shaped like <laughs> like <laughs> sort of vertical tall. endeavors is that where you can it's, it's called uh minneapolis yeah. bouldering project mm-hmm. oh i've heard of that mm-hmm. it's super yeah. hipstery there's like a yeah, yeah we have a friend right next to who it yep, keeps that's posting. Where I've heard of yep. it yeah yeah i like said i'll meet this guy at this place with all the friends and i was like no i can't do it alone so then i was like Alyssa, will you please come with me <laughs> and um yeah we took a class before he got there and then by the time the class was over i was like i've done too many new things today yeah it was like I overwhelming also meet him and all of his friends so we honestly kind of just like ditched <laughs> but we went back and yeah. said hi yeah we got a drink at the brewery next door and then Little i eventually courage. felt too bad and i was like hey like my phone's gonna die i gotta go haha and in between all of this, yeah, we looked over my shoulder and we saw a guy I had been seeing on Tinder. And like it had at ended that same weirdly. time? Yeah. Like it was while we were at the brewery having just left the bouldering place. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. but like you were seeing him like around Oh, this no. Time. So it had ended. The guy, I had a thing with this guy named Bob. We called him <laughs> Tinder Bob. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we actually got along really well, but I don't know if I should go into this story in the middle of another story. It is a really good story. Finish the bouldering story, okay. and then we're going to go back we'll to Tinder, Tinder Bob. Bob. Okay. So, <laughs> so many good stories. Tinder Bob was behind us, and then I eventually felt too bad, and I texted this guy who's at the bouldering place, and I'm like, we're about to leave. Ha ha. Phone's dying. Like, want to say Which hi Which is really true. Quick. Your phone yeah, was dying. It was, in my defense. So he knew you were at the brewery next door? Yeah. <laughs> he was like, well, I'm still going to boulder for like an hour, because <laughs> that was my plan. Um, so then... It, he was like, let's say hi really quick. So me and Alyssa are on our way to like her car and we stopped by the front of the bouldering place and I was like, hey. <laughs> and we met like super briefly and he was really cool and we went out twice more and then it ended up kind of like not working out, but basically lost all of my like confidence and I don't know. It's like an awkward situation. Yeah. What about Tinder Bob? Tinder Bob. So obviously we met on Tinder. And no, really? Yeah. He had good <laughs> chats and then we met when we were uh, me and some friends were out for a friend's birthday and he met us at this at where oh, poorhouse yeah uptown poorhouse i love i love, I love downtown poorhouse yes. but uptown poorhouse was kind of a disappointment i don't like either oh, you like the band that frequents uh, no uh, what are we even <laughs> friends anymore i don't know i can't believe you hesitated okay oh no <laughs> Tension. Anyway, we love. I love some shitty cover band, which plays at the poorhouse yeah. frequently. So that's the only reason I go is so and, that I can see. And them. the downtown poorhouse is great because it's got the secret passages. But anyway, the uphouse, uptown one doesn't have those. So we met there. We were kind of drunk. We danced, whatever. And then me and my sister went home, but we obviously had each other's numbers, so we saw each other a couple more times. We were really getting along. Like our senses of humor really just clicked. And then one night, I invited him to go out with me and a friend to a um, comedy show. And we went, we met up at his place beforehand. We were all having like the same amount of drinks. Like he shouldn't have been super drunk because me and my friend Marin weren't. <laughs> but we show up to this comedy club and we're in like the front row and I'm sitting right next to him and he's being like super like nuzzly and coupley with me. And I'm like, oh, like this too is, much. Yeah, Slow it's your too row. much. <laughs> and then still he wasn't drinking that much, but he somehow got 
super obnoxious and started like calling out weird weird things at the comics like like heckling kind of so it was like every comic had like five minutes to do their bit Mm -hmm. and every time a new one would come up they'd be like how you how are you doing is everything going great and he'd be like chaw bro (laughs) (laughs) he literally said chaw like have you heard that yeah, but for I'm real. And like they would like ask questions and he would just be like so loud and embarrassing. And like I was trying to like edge away from him, but his hand was like on my thigh. <laughs> he was like, I'm like, I don't want to be associated with you. And the last comic got up there and was like, You in the front row, you're like that annoying white guy. I'm gonna call you Chad. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like mortifying. And when you haven't like known someone for that long that kind of just like deal breaker yeah that's kind of deal breaker <laughs> yeah stuff. we made a plan me and Marin went to the bathroom we're like we got to get out of here we're gonna uber out and yeah after it ended we so just you ditched him it. yeah i mean we were kind of like yeah we're just gonna head out somewhere else oh so the like, show ended and you're yeah like, you didn't just yeah. like go to the bathroom in the middle and <laughs> no like we said goodbye and okay. he could kind of tell at that point like you're not <laughs> feeling was off yeah so yeah, then we went to Uptown, and it turned out he was there too. We were at a bar like across the street from each other, so I'm really glad we didn't like run into each other because we said we were going home. But yeah, that was that was Tinder Bob. So oh, such that was story. all this summer. I had a lot of I went on a lot of dates this summer. <laughs> None of them like turned out particularly well, <laughs> but it was dating fun. apps are rough. Yeah. So Emily, do you want to talk about your uh, dating app experience? Sure. I have so much experience. I know you do. <laughs> okay, well, I can tell one story that you're involved in, actually. Yes. <clears throat> I was actually on this date. <laughs> okay, spoiler alert. Sorry. So, um, I was... On- sorry. <laughs> Stay tuned, Maya. Okay. Stay okay. tuned. I can't believe you haven't heard this. So, I was working at a golf club, and my job was basically just to answer a phone that never rang. So, I had a lot of free time. So, downloaded Tinder, and started talking to this guy oh i think his name was like brent or something obviously not a good sign but we do encourage brents to listen continue yeah no discrimination um (laughs) he was like 27 and i was 22 which like doesn't seem like a big age difference but when you've just graduated from college and like someone is like five years or five or six years out of college and they're like established in their life I think he had like bought a house he'd like just bought a house and I was like living in my parents basement Mm -hmm. so very different so we started talking and all of a sudden he was like hey do you want to meet up tonight and I had never been on a tinder date or dating app date before and I was just like and so I texted three people. I think I texted Lauren, Aaron, and my sister. And Lauren said I should. Aaron said I shouldn't. And then my sister was the tiebreaker, and she said I should. So I decided to go, and I told Lauren and Alyssa. And one time when Lauren went on Tinder date, we went with her and sat at a table. Like you and Alyssa? We sat. Yeah. Alyssa and Emily and I sat like a few tables away it was totally obvious he totally knew oh yeah <laughs> wait really yeah, yeah. it was really awkward i always wanted to do this um because we just wanted to make sure lauren was gonna be okay and yeah because we didn't really know the guy you know it was nighttime were you, like, snickering the <laughs> we were really it was bad. not that full of a place either <laughs> yeah. so it was kind of obvious that we just got we like, just like one walked in and, and like all just like <laughs> pointed at her like <laughs> yeah we were we're not sly no. <laughs> But anyway, Alyssa and Lauren were 
really great friends decided to come on the date with me. And so they arrived to the, like, we went to this restaurant and Alyssa and Lauren got to the, I think either before or after. I don't, I think after we were a few, yeah. we were several tables away. I don't think he ever knew. Yeah. No, he didn't. And so they were sitting like kind of in the corner, a few tables away. And then me and this guy were sitting there and I think like the most interested he acted on the date was when I told him that my dad was a financial advisor and then like oh all of God. a sudden he like perked up because he was also a financial advisor uh. or in finance or something and so he started asking all these questions about my dad and was like all perked up and I was like okay like. <laughs> but at first we walked in and um, or he was there first and was like waiting at the door and I walked in and he just like took like one look at me and like had to look up and you could just uh. like see because I'm six feet tall and he just like see How his like he? I don't know not that much shorter than me but he was like a few inches shorter so than me like four inches shorter than they appear and Tinder, he or they state on him and you could just like <laughs> see his face like sink like okay now I have to do this whole date when great start yeah <laughs> and so yeah, it was pretty awkward. We just had dinner and then hugged and ran away, never to be seen again. <laughs> Hi, Brent. Yeah. But Lauren and Alyssa kept me safe. It was great. Good. That Okay. That makes me want to ask what you guys think of ghosting in that kind of situation. Because I think it's fine, honestly. I think it's fine in that situation for yeah. sure. Because you don't even know the person you went on mm -hmm. one date. I didn't even have his number. It's not like we were going to start texting or anything. Yeah. So I just, I feel I've ghosted all of my Tinder or Hinge or dating updates. So mm -hmm. <laughs> you clearly know how I stand. Yeah. Especially if it's a, it's a, I guess it's a little different if it's like not a mutual ghost, but especially if it's a mutual ghost, I feel like there's a lot of people out there who are like, you owe them an explanation and like send them a text saying like you didn't like them for this reason or whatever. And it's like, that's part of dating is just kind of like reading the signs. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I think it's fine to be honest. I think it's just a part of, current dating mm -hmm. environment and dating apps too are I think that's part of why they're hard and anyways because it's hard to have that connection mm -hmm. um and force that when you don't know them but then that's why I think it's acceptable to just ghost them if it's truly not working out because you don't owe them anything and you don't know yeah. them yeah and I wonder if that's good or bad either you know it's like yeah you don't have any reason to necessarily keep up the conversation if you've only met them once and they don't know one of your mutual friends like mm -hmm. they're not going to tell anyone you know yeah, I went on an, another, it was a Coffee Meets Bagel date, actually, and oh, yeah. I guess I'll go into the story, too, so. Yes, please do. <laughs> actually, so Lauren, Alyssa, and I were, like, all on our phones one, like, Friday night or something, and <laughs> Naturally. Lauren, Lauren saw this guy on, on Coffee Meets Bagel, and he was like, I love the Timberwolves, I love running and working out, and there was, like, one other thing that we had in common. Mm -hmm. He was like, I'm a diehard Timberwolves fan. And so Lauren like did the thing on Coffee Meets Bagel where you can send someone to someone <laughs> else. And so she sent him to me and then we ended up matching. And then he started talking to me and was like, what are the chances? Like we have so much in common, blah, blah, blah. And we started talking and actually had like a good conversation. And then we decided to meet up and we just got drinks one night. And so we talked about how we were both really big Timberwolves fans and so I got there before him and he walked into the bar and is wearing like a shiny Timberwolves oh like letter jacket. <laughs> no. It's too it was much. Like, it's too much. Too black. 
was like a shiny yes. Timberwolves letter jacket, like one of those like shiny. kind of like wind jacket material, oh. but like with like silver like and green and blue. Like yeah, kind but of like a kind of like a like a leather motorcycle jacket style. It was like vintage. I, I don't know where you got this, confused, but, but it sounds like too much. Yeah, regardless, yeah. it's it's bad. And. <laughs> I was like, okay, like cool jacket, man. (laughs) And he was really nice. And we just like chatted for like an hour or so. And then he gave me his business card at the end. (laughs) Oh (laughs) my God. How old was he? Like 45? No, I think he was just like a couple years older than me. But Just so excited to have a business card. He was like, I'm just been, I've just been thinking like, how's this girl going to get in touch with me? Oh and then God. he gave me his well, business now card. Well, problem, no. sir. And I was like, <laughs> okay, bye. But I, I tell this story because I was like, he was really nice, but I don't really feel like I want to hang out with him anymore. But I also feel bad because he was really... Yeah, like there wasn't Like I got along with him and it was fine. And I feel like I talked to like a few friends and they were like, oh, you should definitely give him a second date. Like you should Mm -hmm. just try. But at that point I was like too much effort. Like don't Mm -hmm. want to. Yeah, I think that's one of the main issues with just meeting people on dating apps is it's Mm -hmm. like, do you like push through that like initial like, I don't know if I like you and give them more chances or do you wait for someone to just like, just you click with right away and you just know and you just want to hang out with them i honestly don't know because how often does that happen right like how much effort do you need to put in before you realize it's not going to work before yeah yeah also a psa do not give out your business card or wear a cross between a windbreaker slash oh, motorcycle yeah, jacket a couple of things i, I, I had it in my purse for like two years afterwards and do you like, still have it it fell out of my car and then when i was cleaning out my car i got a new car and i was cleaning it out and i found this guy's <laughs> business card i'm like okay I'm like almost engaged. I probably should throw this away. <laughs> you were keeping it just in case. No. <laughs> in case it didn't work out. I'm just kidding. So what's like your favorite and your least favorite dating app? Sorry, I'm taking over with all of these questions. No, I, it's a good question. I'm trying to think. I think Tinder is probably my least favorite. Well, I guess it's fun like when I'm bored, but mm-hmm. it's like I have zero expectations. But eventually you're just depressed. <laughs> Is that how you feel? When you start swiping, it's fun. Yeah, but then you get bored, and and I know I'm shallow. And and, yeah, and I know that like Tinder is now known as the hookup app. Like I'm not about that life, so I was like, unless you're using Grinder. When I (laughs) when I was using Tinder for like the five seconds that I did. I felt like I would do that and then like we'd go out on like a Friday and I feel like I would be like tindering in real life. Like yeah. I'd be like, no, mm-hmm. no. you like checking off qualifications. Yeah. That's yep. very fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Hinge, I'm new too, mm-hmm. but I'm liking it so far and I like that you, it, I think it's a friend of a friend. Like you have to have a mutual like oh, Facebook you? friend, I think. So it's kind of like they're sort of vetted. So I like that. But I do, I think I like Coffee Meets Bagel. I feel like those have been like more of the serious conversations I've had and like mm-hmm. have actually led to dates. But yeah, I also like Hinge because it's got those conversation starters. Yeah. Um, but Coffee Meets Bagel, I think, does that too mm-hmm. as well. I don't like Bumble. Bumble's my least yeah. favorite, I would say. I don't like, it's a lot of pressure to make the first move, which guy does not always have to mm-hmm. make the first move, but I don't like. I don't like it. I don't like that I have to. <laughs> Wait, yeah. you guys. Oh, my gosh. I saw the best way to either start a conversation, slide into someone's DMs. Please share. Today. <laughs> so oh. Please share. Okay. So you send 
the dog emoji? Which one? Just either one. Prob- most likely the one that's like the dog standing up, you know? Do you know what this is? No. The I don't do- like, I don't use a like is it a gif or an emoji? No, it's an a emoji. GIF? The dog is it a gif. Is it? Wait, I, Emily, what do you say? Uh, either one. Oh, I'm pretty sure. Gif. I thought it was Jif. I'm actually really gif. passionate about this. It's I am be too. Gif. No, I think they confirmed 100%. that it's Jif, but okay. Who Who's they? The creators <laughs> of the internet. The people. Gif. Okay, back to my story. <laughs> this is important. So picture this. You're trying to talk to someone and you send the dog <laughs> emoji. Like mm-hmm. the dog standing up. It's kind of like a pointy-eared, like, what if you, like yellow-looking really like dog. Is it walking? You guys can't see, but Emily definitely just put her hand up and told me to stop talking. So I'm going to be quiet and let her finish. (laughs) Okay, but okay, don't let your dog hating ruin this story. It's a really good method. Knows what that is? Picture that. So, (laughs) so send some of the dog emoji, just the dog emoji, and then right after that, you send Max, get back here. Oh, he's always walking off. Anyway, how are you? I would think you were really weird if I received that. I would like it. I Weirdness think that's is good. So funny. It's a good foot to start on. It's better than hey, how's your weekend? Yeah, right. That's very true. Those are all of it. I like I like a clever response, but I don't know how I feel about that one. But you'd have to reply with another GIF. It'd be. I feel like it'd be even or funnier GIF. if you did like the zebra or something. What would you say with that? You would just be like, hey, my zebra is always running Maybe it'd away. Maybe more funny. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's clever is, is i'll give him like, that i would con- i would respond is this if you and your husband were meeting over <laughs> tinder this is what you would be Do doing you guys, you guys should just get tinder until you find each other You're just gonna role play <laughs> oh <my laughs> <God>. on tinder <laughs> too much work they're just married save yes. that for like 10 years down the yeah. road. <laughs> when you need to spice it up oh, man. anyway i feel like we're very lucky to have maya on our podcast today because she recently moved back to our fun state of minnesota we're so happy. Yes. And then all the way. Do you want to talk about where you were before that? My journey. Yeah, your, talk ju- about your, your journey. journey back to us and to our lovely state. Yeah. I've been waiting for you. Okay, so around 2014, we all graduated undergrad. And a bunch of my friends and my boyfriend at the time were all going to start like PhD programs or like optometry programs, grad school generally. So I got into a PhD program at UC Irvine in California and so I moved there and at the time I was like well that's what everyone else is doing I have no idea what I want to do with my life like classic 21 22 year old stuff and so yeah I started a PhD program and ended up hating it like it was truly terrible only thing to do in Irvine is basically like golf and shop so (laughs) if you're like a 40 year old dude with like a couple (laughs) of kids and a wife who annoys you maybe like that would be a good (laughs) place like a great place for you to be not a poor college student no and they like (laughs) There were, like, no bars. Like, they planned the whole town for no bars. Anywho, so that didn't work out. So I quit after six months, which was terrifying. My program director was absolutely, oh, my gosh, I was so scared. But, yeah, I left. I came back to Minnesota. I had a brief job at a lab that tested food. And it was the worst I've ever had. Basically, I was just weighing 500 grams of, like, hot dogs every day. (laughs) Like, for eight hours every day, me and... These other lab techs were weighing out like 500 grams of hot dogs, waffles, any like food item you can think of and sending it down the line to be tested. And that was kind of, I had a crisis then I would say, like why'd I go to college, (laughs) all of this, you know, classic stuff. So then the guy I was dating at the time, he was doing his PhD in Michigan at University of Michigan. So I was looking for jobs there. 
and I found one and so then I moved to University of Michigan and so yeah I was in Ann Arbor for the last three years about six months into moving there however I found out that um, (laughs) the whole thing with this guy wasn't gonna work out so yeah we ended up breaking up like six months in and I I did the breaking up so it was it was a learning experience I would say but you still loved your um time at Michigan yeah yeah so after we broke up I was like I had a lot of pride and I was like I'm not gonna move back to Minnesota like I'm gonna stay here Mm -hmm. and so I decided to get my uh, master's in public health at University of Michigan it's something I think I always wanted to do but was like a little bit nervous about it because it meant spending more money on school which is like rough and a big problem um right now so but yeah it, it was what I wanted to do so I stayed and did my master's for two years and then yeah I was like it's time to come back like I miss my family all my friends are here Woo. and yeah now I've got a job at University of Minnesota I'm loving life yeah you're I back am on living the campus. in my parents basement basically but I like it it's great like I haven't seen them in so long and I'll eventually move out probably to St. Paul that's exciting the company so yes that's, that's <laughs> like my journey uh. I feel like your journey that you just described also just like is very um, typical the way I like think of you and that's as like a travel bug. So like you had to go explore and go on all these adventures. But when I think of you, I think of this like adventurous spirit, which is why I'm forcing you to be my travel buddy. (laughs) (laughs) But I feel like you've gone on a lot of trips and done a lot of things. Mm hmm. Yeah, it, it kind of started in high school. Like, I have this thing for Spain. I majored in Spanish as well in undergrad, and that started the travel bug. And then I think almost every year since I've been, like, 18, I've gone somewhere. And, yeah, I definitely I definitely really like that. And I think, too, that's just, like, your early 20s kind of journey. Like, you really have no idea what you're supposed to be doing. Right. On the U Up podcast, they also talked about this recently, like, the transition period between being a senior in college and then all of a sudden having to be an adult in the real world is really rough and something that's not really talked about Mm -hmm. and I understand it's like a privilege to go to college but it's still really tough once you get out um, because real life is nothing like college and so I think it was just sort of that early 20s like figuring out how to actually live in the real world and not in like basically a commune with all my friends (laughs) right with not much to do but hang out and do homework occasionally so sit at teas Sit at tea, yes. <laughs> and what was the other place? The coffee shop. Oh, the loft. The loft. Your first How coffee shop job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Started my love for coffee shops. I had, a, I had a more real coffee shop job in Ann Arbor. Oh, that's true. We actually had customers. <laughs> <laughs> Not just freeloaders. Yeah. <laughs> so since you have a master's in public health mm-hmm. and you love to travel, we recently traveled to Peru and I distinctly remember because I was taking altitude medicine because mm-hmm. I got really bad altitude sickness and you kept nagging me. <laughs> Not nagging, but no you, kept, nagging, you kept strongly encouraging me to finish my entire dose of antibiotics. Uh-huh. And so I read this BuzzFeed article, as I do. That's where I get all of my news, basically. Uh-huh. Um, that was talking about how um, certain antidepressants are leading to the super... Super bugs. Super bugs, yes. Is it antidepressants, though? It, this an- this study was about a common SSRI antidepressant. Oh, okay. I think it's a lot of, there's a lot of issues, but I was mm-hmm. just like, huh, I wonder if Maya has read this and what her thoughts are. I haven't read the, I haven't um, read this story about antidepressants, but I know antibiotics definitely are causing like antibiotic resistance. The article says a common antidepressant is contributing to antibiotic resistance. And they did a study, and it was very Uh limited, so I don't think they can completely prove Mm -hmm. causation. 
it's more correlation at this yeah. point but mm-hmm. um i just was no like, that, that fits in with like an overall story though of like how our use of medicines and antibiotics is leading to antibiotic resistance in like bacteria that we've been able to kill now for like many many years mm-hmm. um like i think the plague is an example and like people aren't dying of that of that anymore because it was caused by like a certain kind of bacteria that we now have an antibiotic for like mm-hmm. i i don't know what particular antibiotic we would use but for example like um penicillin azithromycin like things you've been prescribed for like strep throat mm-hmm. that kind of stuff um if bacteria are exposed to it in small amounts they're able to like adapt mechanisms so that they can uh, survive even in the presence of an antibiotic and obviously like evolution survival of the fittest so the bacteria that survive mm-hmm. then like create more bacteria and so then you've got a new strain of bacteria with a resistance gene and so yeah that's actually a lot of the work i do is like looking at that issue and how we can use antibiotics responsibly so that we're not creating like super bugs mm-hmm. like um, and that's honestly, it's like terrifying when you think about it, because if these bacteria become resistant, they could become resistant to all the antibiotics we have. So we like until we find something new, it could be. Yeah, because that process is super like slow, epidemic. honestly, yeah. like we're not good at it's like a like, slow process to come up with new antibiotics. And if we don't, if the bacteria like evolve faster than we're able to do that, they could basically like kill us all. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a happy thought. <laughs> and it's weird because it's happening in hospitals, too. Yeah. That's where a lot of like the resistant bacteria are, which makes sense because yeah. they're exposed to more to the drugs there. Yeah, yeah, but it's kind of scary too because like you get to a hospital, you go to a hospital to be to get better, and then that's actually where you could acquire some of these crazy um, super bugs. Yeah, well, that's in general. Like if you go to a hospital, you're like more likely to get sick there too because that's true. where all the sick people are. Mm-hmm. True. But interesting. Avoid hospitals. <laughs> <laughs> eat uh, your vegetables. Yes. Eat your vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> I just had to ask you about that, and I also want to tell another story, because I love when you talk about science, you're so passionate about it, but I distinctly remember in college how you explained to me on a molecular level how you blow dry your hair. (laughs) (laughs) And I just don't know anyone that was more excited about talking about blow drying their hair than you were at that moment. So I think that's when I like, I was a chemistry major, then I became a biology major, and we were talking about states of matter. (laughs) <laughs> and how matter and like a solid form is like locked together but then when it becomes a liquid particles move around more and aren't as locked together and yeah. so when i was blow drying my hair i was like oh moving from the liquid to the gas phase and like <laughs> <laughs> all the particles are just going crazy <laughs> that's so cool life is just so interesting when maya's around yeah. to explain it to you for real <laughs> i was so passionate back then <laughs> So Maya, this is a question we ask all of our guests. If you had your own reality show, what would it be called and why? So it would be called Maya Vida. Yes. (laughs) And yeah, so this is another like Maya thing. (laughs) So Vida is Spanish for life. So this is like my Instagram name. I just thought it was like funny one day. It's not really that funny or smart. I think it's so, I have you in my phone as Maya Vida. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So it would be Maya Vida because that basically means like Maya life. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, where can our listeners find you? Maya Vida on Instagram. Maya Vida. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's about it. (laughs) Thanks for being here, Maya. 
Yeah, it was fun. We had so much Being fun. Welcome back. You. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Talk more about science and dating apps and all the things. All fun things. So thanks, everyone, for listening to episode four of Floral Couch Conversations. We'll be back with more riveting content soon. Yeah, and feel free to listen on either SoundCloud at Floral Couch Conversations or on the podcast app. And follow us on Instagram at Floral Couch Conversations for behind-the-scenes tidbits and notifications for when our new episodes come out. And lastly, feel free to tell your friends or leave us a five-star review or some comments. We would greatly appreciate it. See you next time. Bye! Bye!